Hello and welcome to my keto world. My name is Khadija Haliru and thanks for joining us. On this podcast, you'll find we discuss keto topics and answer your keto questions from the personal story point of view. We will also bring you experts who can help shed light or dig deeper, and we have fun discussing what, why, and how keto. Today, we're going to talk about the Canada Food Guide. Today, the whole news cycle was all about the Canada Food Guide, and for me, I thought very carefully before wanting to give some review or opinion about it, but it just has been bogging me all day that I'm so confused as to what science is doing, you know, to us. Basically, we only listen to science when we want to listen to science, isn't it? So right now I'm thinking for Health Canada to take all this time to review all that is happening in the world and come out with a food guide that is still missing the point is just boggling my mind right now. So if we have to go back to history, if we have to go back to our ancestral being, the simple question is how did we survive all those years and not have issues, health and disease didn't plague us. So where did all the problems come from? You're taking a look at the food guide from 1992 with all the grains that they had in there and all the breads and pastas and we're suffering the repercussion of that right now. That's just recently and people born into the millennial years are now already suffering high blood pressure, diabetes and all of that because the diet of the time is reflective right now in the diseases that we suffer. There's never been a higher rate of cancer from younger people. And then we take time to study and reflect and we go into this discussion about what's the best for Canadians. And yet we come out with a food guide that seems to maybe listen to, yes, it's healthy to eat fruits and vegetables. We all know that. You recommend we put it on a plate and make half the plate vegetables now. And then you say, we take less of what was the one thing that originally kept human beings alive. So now we're asked to eat less meats and fish and all of that and increase more greens. And you know what, guys? I just kind of had a thing back and I'm like, I realized back in the day, there was this huge fight for tobacco uh, because the industry was so powerful and it didn't want to go away. It took a real concerted effort from everyone you know, the health um, uh, media, the, the health uh, community, uh, individuals, and just generally everybody kind of came to a point where we all agree we had to kind of give a push for our health sake um, and call it what, what it was, right? Same thing, we find that sugar is doing um, the same thing. It's just really hard to not have sugar in anything, and there's no way you can collectively harness that power of everybody saying no more sugar in our stuff now so sugar is still finding its place in, in everything that we eat and I, I find that in this world in this day and age where we know that sugar is playing such a huge role in the illnesses and the diseases that we're getting we're not able to come out right and say we need to take a look at the foods that cause our sugars and glucose to rise in our bodies so essentially just like sugar just like tobacco now we have these wave of new I would call them grains 
that has never really have never really been there. They're just really new and you know, popular now, and they still contain a high amount of carbs. And we're not being told that we need to, you know, stick to them, eat more of them, in fact, and eat less of the meat that balance everything out. So this is me as a keto or talking, and I'm thinking, you need the fats from meat and fish and the cheeses and all of that to balance the carbs that you take in and to balance everything out so that you don't overload your system. If fat is a heavier, um, it's a heavier micronutrient, like you need it in your body. And without it, you're just loading your body with things you can't process. So for me, um, I just want to take time out to discuss this today and wondered if anyone of you out there is really scratching their heads about the new food guide. So the situation is they just released the new food guide. It's January 22nd. Um, They just released the new food guide. And on the 23rd, as I record this podcast, it's all over the news and everybody's debating whether it's more expensive than the regular meals. People are complaining about now I have to eat more vegetables. But as a keto, if only they increase the amount of fats that you needed to take in, you don't need to eat as much vegetables to worry about the cost of the vegetable. Because guess what? When we eat and we cook with a lot of fat, with the butters and we take in a lot of omega-3 from good oil sources like olive oil and avocados, you'll find that when you cook your vegetables with them or stir fry them in, in uh, these good oils, you don't need to eat as much. And so the whole worry about if it's gonna be even more expensive is based on the visual that you now have a whole plate of vegetables and you now worry that you can't afford to eat that way. So we have answers right now. Uh, scientific research is showing that the keto diet is working, it's helping. It's the one diet that is mimicking how we naturally may have been as homo sapiens, yet we find that the health community is really afraid to dig in and say perhaps we should mimic how this diet works even if you don't go on the keto diet fully. But I just find that we are playing around with, okay, you, you know, the Mediterranean diet is one of the best diets in the world, but take a look at it. It has a lot of fats in there. There's omega-3s and butter and olive oil and almost everything and anything. And those give us the right amount of calories from fat to balance out the little bit of, you know, carbs and starches that you put you get from other food sources. They don't even eat all these grains as much as now that we now we're we're basically telling everybody go eat quinoa and maybe some of the newer grains that we haven't been used to because maybe we think um, they're healthier. Once upon a time, rice was good, and when we start binging on rice, because the more you eat rice, the more you crave rice. The more you eat pasta, the more you crave pasta, and your sugar rises. It sparks insulin level uh, rising, and then. Now we kind of want to shy away from that because we know we made a mistake. But instead of really approach it from the point of view where we got to really take a look at it scientifically and what are what is research showing? What are the different types of diets showing us? And maybe take a cue from there. We're just, I think it was quite a simple decision. Let's just go with the trend. And all these grains are trendy now. Let's just make it easy to balance it up uh, with the veggies and, you know, reduce the meats. And uh, what kind of... What country does that? I really am I'm, I'm shaking my head. 
So with me, um, hopefully to discuss this, I'm going to maybe get uh, someone to talk to me about this. We're going to interview. I'm going to have someone come on and really dissect this for me. So if you're listening, I'm hoping that you're going to stick around and probably just help us out here. All right.